Hello, it is a new Sprint Ride Option podcast. Uh, I am Andrew Pasquini. We are part of the Blue Wire Hustle Network. Jason, I was telling you like literally three seconds ago before we went live, I got to be careful with this one because if I say it, I guess correctly, um, I, I, I'm going to have to put the adult sensor on this podcast and I really don't want to do that today. So as Always uh, joining me to my right is Jason. Somebody say, hey, we want some Ponte. The perfect. 10 out of 10. Nailed it. That one's a 10. 10 out of 10. I thought that one was pretty good. I was really worried that I was going to slip up and say the other word, but we are a family-friendly podcast, and I'm not going to even tell them where to look up the reference at, but that's that's the one we're going with. Um, Jason, do you want to talk uh, some Teddy Bridgewater and J.J. Watt today? Sure, why not? Nothing's throwing me. It's March first of twenty twenty one at this point. Yeah, I mean everything. I feel I feel like a lot of today is just going to be what Friday's episode was, where we're just going to say take everything you read with a grain of salt because everything's about positioning. Um, I do want to get a dad joke off real quick um, because I don't know. I'm going to forget it. So, are you ready for the greatest dad joke that I thought about way too long today at work? Go for it. Why Why did the Seahawks not sign J.J. Watt? Because they don't have unlimited power? Because, because they measure how bright their light bulbs are in lumens and not watts. Mm, that one's because, actually really good. Because, get it, they play at Lumen Field now, or whatever it's called up there now. <laughs> no, that's God. actually really good, actually. You're, you know your jokes are funny when you have to explain them to people but that's okay uh yeah so so some news no you didn't have to explain it (laughs) i explained it just in case it went over somebody's head there we go um so a news report came out today uh the athletic uh once once we're talking about the athletic again this time joseph person uh wrote an article titled carolina panthers offseason quarterback plan trade for deshaun watson flip teddy bridgewater draft zach wilson question mark uh, and rele- it's relevant to 49er fans. You didn't have to read too deep into it. Um, pretty much starts the article. You probably heard the Panthers are interested in finding an upgrade for quarterback Teddy Bridgewater. The rest of the NFL has gotten the message as well. San Francisco is among the teams that have called the uh, Carolina to gauge the Panthers' interest in potentially trading Bridgewater, according to league sources. San Francisco general manager John Lynch indicated last week the 49ers would like to find a solid backup as insurance for oft-injured starter Jimmy Garoppolo. And that's really all the information we got on that. The, the article is pretty much just what the Panthers plans are um but we're talking about it because they said the word San Francisco 49ers so Teddy Bridgewater 49ers quarterback 2021 what do you think Jason uh not as a backup too much money doesn't make sense like I I just you know I don't know man Uh, again I didn't really dig into this article or anything like that you know when you wake up and the first thing that's on you know, the first thing that's on your timeline is the 49ers called about Teddy Bridgewater. It was almost just like a SpongeBob meme. It's like, all right, I'm going to head out. Like, I'm not doing this today. And I wasn't <laughs> I wasn't trying to do it, like, at all, you know. Um, I don't know what it means, man. It could be just them calling to see what their, what their temperature's like with him so they can figure out what their interest is in moving up and things like that. And, 
Yeah, I mean, for him to be a backup, he makes too much money for that, man. And then, again, I hate to keep sounding like a broken record, but a backup who costs more and a starting quarterback who costs a ton, uh, I'll just, whatever, you know? I sound like, ugh, because I feel like that already at March 1st with all this talk. Well, in terms of the 49ers content, Jason, uh, in this article, I when you when you control F to search a specific word in the article and type in 49ers, uh, it comes up twice. So the 49ers are not mentioned. Uh, I already said the first mention of it. The second mention was, so while the teams call about Bridgewater USA Radio Network host Dan Silo first reported the 49ers' interest last weekend. The Panthers are expected to slow play the situation. Um, so th- this article really isn't about the 49ers. It's just more about the Panthers' offseason plans. Um, my, my, my big thought on it is he's cheaper than Jimmy Garoppolo because I, I don't think this is – I, I think this is more of a play on he would be like, I don't want to compare it to the Tyrod Taylor situation last year, because I hope nobody goes through what Tyrod Taylor had to go through last year, where I think Bridgewater would be brought in as a cheaper alternative to Garoppolo. I think if I think it's pretty obvious that if, if the Niners do decide Teddy Bridgewater is the choice, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo wouldn't be on this roster anymore because you're not going to put however many dollars that would be in just the quarterback position. Um, it would be a cheaper alternative to Garoppolo. Now, whether or not that's an upgrade, I don't know. I'm not here to decide that. That's everybody else's opinion because different people have quarterbacks rated differently and all that fun stuff. Um, but I think it would be kind of like a, a situation with Tyrod Taylor and the Chargers last year. The Niners are probably still going to draft a quarterback first and then just – wait on it probably Bridgewater would be your week one starter see how long he goes uh his dead cap number for 2021 is 20 million dollars if I'm reading this right um but and that's a pre-June 1st date uh but his his dead cap number for 2022 would be 5 million so it would probably be the context I'm getting it is the Niners would trade for Bridgewater he would be the starter slash bridge bridge quarterback quarterback to it because get it get it get it his name is bridge water but he would be the bridge quarterback and he would just be a little cheaper than garoppolo i think somebody uh over the cap says his cap number is 22 this year so it's a little cheaper than garoppolo's but i also saw somebody say it was 17 and if that's the case that's a little bit more money that the niners can put towards trent williams because i just think that's where the money's going right now is whatever money they save is going to go to whatever offer trent williams is going to get um, so yeah, I mean, we opened the show with Teddy Bridgewater just because the 49ers name was throw in there. I, I don't expect much to it. Um, I have other thoughts on this that, that I could share. I, you know, it's kind of like we said on Friday, it's it's smokescreen season. This could easily, like I said, that you can take any quote from Kyle Shanahan or, um, who's the, who's the other name, um. Uh, the GM, John Lynch, God, I drew that. It's Monday, man. Don't don't come at me for that. I forgot his name. Uh, John Lynch. We could take any quote from any of them and just take it any way we want. And there's about 17 different ways I could take Teddy Bridgewater to the 49ers. Yeah, I mean, and if it's Teddy and a rookie, you know, something like that, you know, that sort of thought process, then okay. You know, I'm, I'm much more on board with that than it is just bringing in a back. Like, I think that... Really what had people really nervous today is was the quotes about upgrading the backup quarterback position and then 
thinking that that was going to be a pivot to that. And that's way too expensive to allocate that much money to two quarterbacks, right? So, you know, that that was the thought. That was the reason that when like, people were losing their mind over that, I was just like, well, that one doesn't really make much sense for you to go crazy over, right? So I think that the more telling thing is, is if there is something that they would take Teddy for, it's so that that team could have a bridge quarterback. I like that you did that, though. You know, it's mm-hmm. it, but it's literally like that's not even trying to be punny. Um, you know, that's just just what it is, so. It's a cheaper option than Garoppolo in a in an off season. Like we like, I just feel like we're gonna rehash what we said on Friday more. Mm-hmm. Just it's a cheaper option to Garoppolo. They can spend money where they need to. Um, because priority one A is like, like I get Orlando Brown's available, but that is such a steep Ted Will or Ted Ted Williams Trent Williams is that good that like just he's priority one A. He is priority one A for the 49ers right now. I like you need to bring back your left tackle. That that's what it is. And and anything to save the money to do so, that's what the Niners need to do. Well and, and that's just what is, it is. My thing is with Orlando Brown, and I could be wrong, is that I'm not certain if he's a scheme fit. Like that's what made the Trent thing like perfect. You bring Trent mm-hmm. in, he's the best in the league, he understands the scheme, he'll be here, you know, for the rest of his time, you know, however long that is. You know, while Orlando Brown is young, I'm just I'm more worried of the scheme fit, right? Like, and and you know, you know me, I'm against smashing circles into square pegs, right? Like that doesn't, you know, I, I hate that idea. I do, you know. So, oh yeah. God, yeah, but yeah, uh, yeah, no, and and that's my thing too, and, and like not even just from a scheme fit, but in terms of you know, skill level too. Like, I just feel like the drop off from Trent Will, and this is nothing against Orlando Brown. It has everything to do with how good Trent Williams is. Like he is very, 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 very good. And and the Niners' offensive line, a, a, an offense that needs a good offensive line, um, Trent Williams needs to be the guy they hold on to. Um, with the with the uh, Teddy Bridgewater thing, though, like I could see this being a thing that's a hundred percent true because I'm sure the 49ers have called everybody. I like, I'm sure they've called Seattle just to be like, Hey, like, I know we don't like each other, but you have Russell Wilson. We want him. What would it take? You know, I said that on Friday too. I could see this being a thing. The Niners have, you know, leaked out that they've called on Teddy Bridgewater to maybe give the idea to teams that, you know, Hey, maybe we're not going to trade up in the draft for a quarterback. I could see Carolina leaking this information because they think they can get a better offer than whatever the 49ers said in this phone call that happened and saying, Hey, the Niners called in on him. Like there's a million ways to, to look at this. I guess the best way to sum it up in a sentence that makes no sense, but this is the sentence that came into my head about it is it is the off season. Everything means nothing and nothing means everything. No, that's perfect. That's it. Yep. Believe, believe, uh, have a what you what is it all of whatever whatever half of what you read whatever none of what you see any of that everything don't believe anything at this point right now nobody's nobody's don't, telling the truth no nobody's telling the truth everything's a lie don't believe it unless it is the truth unless it ends up being true like it is what it is i don't think that they're looking at teddy bridgewater and his contract as a backup to garoppolo it could be teddy bridgewater and his co- contract as a backup to justin fields or zach wilson or I'm going to say Trevor Lawrence because I just want to get the soundbite saying that. So, you know, like, it's just, I don't know, man. It, now, I guess the big question is, is if we take this with the grain, of, you know, as as truth and the Niners are looking at Teddy Bridgewater, is Teddy Bridgewater an upgrade on Jimmy Garoppolo? 
feels more lateral than anything. If it is an upgrade, it's of the thinnest of margins. Um, yeah, you know, nothing against Teddy, you know, and, and that's what kind of, you know, it, it kind of ties into the other person that everybody's been talking about bringing in as a backup, which I'm I'm against, is and that's Alex Smith. Look, nothing yes. against them. Love the journey, love the story and everything. No, 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 no. And the only reason I say no is that Alex Smith is not going to, you know, sacrifice whatever one year he has left on his leg to mentor somebody and be a backup. Why would you? You would at least go somewhere where they would give you a chance to play. So that thought is out with Alex Smith. The same thing with Teddy. It, it, if it is an upgrade, it's of the thinnest of margins. Um, Yeah, you know, like he was fine. It's just, you know, again, those throws will be there. You know, he can hit them, you know, the same way that, uh, that you know, when this offense is running well, someone can. You know, um, but if it is an upgrade, it's of you know, it's up to you whether that is. I won't fight you on that, but you know, I, I can't say for certain. Probably the same thing, you know, with the less cap hit, so it, so it gives you a chance to do more in free agency. Yeah, my big like honestly, this is so much like the the Carson Wentz thing that came out that the Niners might be interested in Wentz. I think Wentz is better than Teddy Bridgewater. Yes. Uh, my interest with Bridgewater, though, kind of peaks at his mobility. Mm-hmm. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater had and, – and rushing yards isn't the most accurate way to describe a quarterback's mobility. It's just the laziest way. And it's mm-hmm. Monday, and I'm feeling lazy about it. Um, Teddy Bridgewater in 2020, uh, 279 yards rushing, uh, 5.3 yards per carry. Jimmy Garoppolo on his career has 141 rushing yards. Uh, I've kind of said it since day one. I would love to see what a mobile quarterback looks like in the 2021 version of Kyle Shanahan's offense because we saw a little bit of it with uh, with, uh, RG3 back in Washington. C.J. Beathard is very mobile, too. You saw those runs he pulled off. Um, And obviously the offense is significantly different than what Kyle Shanahan – was running with Robert Griffin because offense has evolved since that point. I'm I'm more curious at what, you know, Shanahan can do with a quarterback who can move, and, and Teddy Bridgewater is that option. Is Teddy Bridgewater an upgrade on Jimmy Garoppolo? No. But is that salary cap number an upgrade on Jimmy Garoppolo? Yes. And that's what I'm really looking at because I am in the boat of whatever brings Trent Williams back needs to be done. That's just what it is. That's just what it is at this point. Yep, agree, and that's it. And and again, any thought that we have of moving from quarterbacks has has to do from a strict roster construction point of view. Again, no hating. I you know none of this you know oh get rid of this guy. No, you know just maybe we're just thinking about it in a in a way that you need to be thinking about it as far as tough decisions need to be made. And what do you value more, roster construction or being you know loyal to one person right and and that's the thing really more than anything that's that's always what it's been yep it's what it is as we said like i just feel like we could have just put a recording of friday's episode on but if we did that we couldn't wear the same hat but people are mentioning how cool your hat is and nobody's saying anything about mine but anyways that's beyond the point (laughs) um no yeah like like it just comes down to what's best for the roster as a whole. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if Teddy Bridgewater's lesser money makes this team able to keep Trent Williams and Jason Verrett and Emmanuel Mosley and all those guys they need to bring back, then it's the right move. But if they if they can figure out a way to bring those guys back and keep Garoppolo's contract, I would probably rather have Garoppolo than Bridgewater in that case. So – it just kind of comes down to what you prefer. If you would rather have a quarterback who's been here for 
three years now or four years now who's gone to a Super Bowl, then sure, you'd probably rather have Garoppolo. But if you're looking at a team as a whole, Bridgewater makes more sense at this point. But it's not exactly what I would call an upgrade. That's all. Um, Speaking of Trent Williams, because I saw Trent Williams' name come up a lot today, uh, the Arizona Cardinals did something. Um, You know, they signed J.J. Watt, which Mm – Good for them. Like yeah. I like I don't know how I feel about it. Um I'm very indifferent, although I do want to say something like my first thought was it was a very 49ers move of them. If you think about it because they're I'm not that. Come on, Jason. I was trying to be more positive than Sorry, that. I was just asking. I thought that's where you were going. Uh no. So um Arizona not the best secondary in 2020 i almost said 2021 uh i'm trying to look real quick and i could be wrong but they, they they're, they're gonna lose pat pete they, they were a top 10 defense in terms of pass yards so I, i'm already wrong on that however my point being they've decided that they're gonna go all in on pass rushers and deal with the secondary as it is and that is what the 49ers did in 20 Oh, my God, all the years are molding together. 2019, that's what they did after that year where they had two interceptions. They said the secondary is actually fine. We are going to bring in uh, pass rushers, Um, and and that's it worked for the Niners. The the Cardinals had 11 interceptions this year, which is 21st in the league. Uh, They were tied with a few teams. Um, I don't know, man. I don't think it really – moves the needle in the NFC West. I'm curious to see what they do with JJ Watt. I don't think edge rusher was their biggest need. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, JJ Watt's on the Cardinals. So so what what's your what was your first reaction to that? Well, my first reaction is that he's going to get a ton of one-on-ones because he's not going to be on the edge anymore. Like I think they're going to kick no. him inside, which where, you know, that's where he was succeeding, you know, when he was there. So look, you know, I get, you know, overpaying fine it doesn't move the needle for the cardinals cliff kingsbury is still the coach doesn't really bother me at all you know um I've, we've made we voiced our opinion on this part of him we don't think highly of him he's the fourth worst coach in the in, in the the nfc west you yes. know um but I, I get afraid of this right jj watch probably not going to play 17 games right i would bet what little money i have on the fact that he won't play a full season my thing is is that that doesn't really matter um because if the right guard or the guards center combo has problems with him in the two games that they meet let's say he only plays two games a year and it's against the 49ers he has a chance to wreck the game you know with Chandler Jones on the outside wreaking havoc and with him on the inside you know and that's that's kind of what made the 2019 defense uh defense so special for for the 49ers right is that you had these studs who who you couldn't double team right because you had to worry about everybody else so you know Hassan Reddick is probably not going to be there next year but Chandler Jones and J.J. Watt is enough to to you know not revive revive J.J. Watt's career but it's going to be, you know, he hasn't had a pass rusher since, you know, and Clowney wasn't even really a pass rusher, like, when he was there. He was much better in the run. He really wasn't, like, one of those guys like that. So, you know, this is feels like the perfect move for him as far as getting himself free so he can do some things. But it doesn't really move the needle. It doesn't make the, the Cardinals this super team, you know, or, or anything that you really need to fear. It's just my fear is that, you know, if he blows up one or two of those games and the 49ers need that game to get into the playoffs or something like that, that, that would be the only thing that gets me a little nervous. Yeah, and I mean, my big question is: is how well can JJ Watt cover Jeff Wilson on the Texas route? That's really <laughs> that's my biggest takeaway. You can't. So, so does JJ Watt make them better? No, no, yeah. I don't think so because you still can't cover the Texas route. Uh, yeah, I, th- I like I think it obviously makes the pass rush better for them. 
I just, I just don't see how it gets them any closer to an NFC West title. I just feel like the, as a whole, I I just don't even know what's wrong with the Cardinals. And it's probably the head coach. That's, that's coded language for the head coach. Sometimes the the easiest answer is the one that's right in front of you. Yeah. And so it, it, it's a splash move, I guess. Like it's a move that'll get the fan base excited in terms of, yeah, I'm interested to see if he gets kicked to the inside. I think that's something that could help him. I definitely don't think he's going to be an every down type player. He hasn't exactly been that in a long time. Um, I think he could very much be like how the Chiefs handled the Ford, where he just kind of played on Sundays and passed rushing situations and practice much. Kind of things like that to keep the health because that's another issue with him is he's hurt a lot. Um, so I, it's just – it's a move that got the national attention because it's J.J. Watt and everybody loves J.J. Watt. He's he's J.J. Watt. How could you not love him? He doesn't even have a Peloton. We learned that today. K.J. Um, Watt does, though. K.J., dude. That was always my thing. It's like there's – like the, the the Peloton stuff came out like last week. I'm like, why would he be updating his Peloton account? That's not a thing. There's no way that's him. And, and of course, like that's, that's what it is. So, yeah, I, I don't think this by any chance – moves them any closer to the NFC West. I think the biggest impact that JJ Watt signing with the Cardinals had was Russell Wilson looking at this, the Cardinals now and being like, I don't want to play them twice. I'm not playing either. Yeah. Can, can you send me to Chicago? Like, please get me out of here. That's really the biggest implication. I think it would have on the NFC West. If that's even, I don't even think that's a thing. That's more of a joke. Um, but yeah, no, JJ Watt isn't, I don't know. It's 2021, man. Like, yeah. JJ Watt's best games are behind. It's just more the thought of JJ Watt is scary. That's what it is. I don't think JJ Watt is scary as a player. So one more thing that I want to point out and take this for whatever you want. I thought JJ Watt wanted to go to a contender. Funny how a bunch of money changes your mind when it's thrown Mm -hmm. in front of you. Just food for thought guys. If you really want, like, that's my thing. It's like, yeah, if you like, there were teams that were interested. I mean, I would say the Browns are in a better spot to win than the Cardinals. Uh, the Packers the obviously Bills were in, in a better spot. The Bills were in. The uh, Who's the other one? The Steelers were in just because they have his brothers. And Arizona's the choice. That one just a little, little sus. A little sus. Yes, very much so. But, um, yes, I mean, you know, uh, again, you, you don't really fear that he's going to have an impact that will swing anything. It's just that when he's in those games against the 49ers, that's all I care about, those two games. And if he misses those games, then whatever. I'll shut up, you know. But I'm just really worried about that, you know. So that's the thing. Yeah, and I, I think a big part of that, um, a big part of why he went to Arizona, I feel like the guaranteed money was pretty high on that deal. I know it was, what was it, $33 million over the two years, but the guaranteed was like, was it 23 Yeah. I want to double check that before I say that, but um, but like like yeah, so thirty one two year deal, thirty one million, uh, twenty three guaranteed. He announced it in a weird way, I guess. He tweeted out a picture of him wearing a Cardinals. I, I think my favorite thing about that picture is it definitely looks like not an official Cardinals shirt. It just yeah. looks like he went to like his local, I would say sports authority, but that's out of out of business. He went to his local sports store, bought like one of those three-quarter baseball shirts with the red and just ironed on the cardinals logo and he's just like yeah this is this is this is this is my shirt now this is how i'm announcing it um i thought i thought maybe like he was announcing he was weightlifting and then i saw the logo on the shirt makes sense 
Uh, I think that the, the the best little thing is is that you know um my daughter you know we have the magnet from the 2019 um season schedule and she goes down it she's like Chiefs Broncos you know when she gets there she won't change her name on it and she calls the Cardinals the Owls so fast forward to today when that picture comes up and it's on my phone and my daughter's sitting next to me it's so funny you know she's like you know she looks off she comes back and she looks and she's like Owls and I'm like yes honey the Owls they're not the Cardinals we don't call them the Owls over here that's that's the new rule Arizona Cardinals I know you're watching uh I know you guys are huge fans of the pod change your name to the Arizona Owls that's just yeah, the, that's owls. the rules no, now I mean you don't have to. You're just the owls now. Just accept it. Yeah, that too. So yeah, it's either yeah, it's kind of like how, you know, what we need to do. We need to find a sponsor of the Arizona Cardinals and get them to pull money until they change their name to the Owls because that's what gets the ball rolling. Looking at you, Washington Football Team. We it wasn't it wasn't problematic until the money started going away. Yeah, pretty much. Um, yeah. So do you have any fi- like I don't know the, the, this was designed to be a little short episode. That's okay. Yeah. Uh, do you have any final thoughts on Teddy Bridgewater or J.J. Watt? Or No, you even? know, the Teddy Bridgewater thing, I think we're kind of clear. You know, it gives you that flexibility to bring people back. And, you know, roster construction is, is always going to be the thing that I'm going to harp on. You know, you, you hope that the 49ers would have went into some sort of plan of being able to bring in Trent Williams while keeping Jimmy Garoppolo. I don't know if they did. I hope they did because if they didn't, then they have to make some strong maneuvers pretty quickly. So um, I, I, I don't really read much into it. I mean, at this point, you know, every day that we're going to wake up, we're going to wake up to another quarterback, you know, that, that people are talking about and things like that it's really good for you know watching arguments on the timeline and things like that but until you know something really tangible is like really there that you know i I, i'm not gonna get too worked up about it so yeah you know nothing against teddy but you know it is what it is you know and if that's the move that's the move but it's gonna be a, a move to build out the roster and you know i'm not completely against that you know and if that becomes a rookie that comes with it then you know then definitely sign me up because you know where i'm at with that and with J.J. Watt, that's not going to move the needle. They'll be, you know, don't, if you if you didn't root for the Cardinals when they were eight and eight, don't root for them when they're eight eight and one um, next year. So you know, don't you know, don't act like you're down now when when in the seventeenth game they get tied. So you know, uh, I'm not really too worried about it. Also, the Alex Smith thing, you know, I think we kind of have to touch on it a little bit just because oh, yeah. he, you know, it, it's been reported that he was going to be moved on today, and I think I just want to tell the fan base, let's stop with the nostalgia. Um, I love Frank Gore. I love Alex Smith. I love all those guys. Come on. You know, just bringing them back just because they were there. Come on. Like, there's so many pressing needs right now, and there's a portion of this fan base that's yelling at me about signing Alex Smith and signing Frank Gore, and it's just like, dude, come on. Like, focus. Can we focus? What that is, and I don't necessarily blame the fans for wanting it, obviously, just just because of all, you know, it's, it is nostalgic. What those moves are is what a team does when they know they're not going to be good and you're trying to get fans to come to the games. And with Frank Gore and Alex Smith, you can go, hey, you know, what, this is your last chance to see them. It's pretty cool, huh? Come come, come to the game. Watch us lose to whoever we're going to play. But you'll get that one last chance to see number 11 and number 21. For a team whose ideas are Super Bowl playoffs, it just it doesn't make sense. And that that's what it is. Listen, Alex Smith – amazing comeback story almost died because of his legs you know like like that's amazing he wasn't good last year go look at his no. numbers right no, he, very, it just and, doesn't and, make sense so let's even break it down another spot he wasn't good they won a bunch of games though right they won five games when alex smith was there and that's what everybody points to right qb wins but the thing is is this 
he couldn't even finish the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Like, I fear for the man's long-term health. I understand and, and, and I, I applaud your, your, your drive and your passion. But at this point, why would Alex Smith, if he has one more year left to go, accept a complete straight-up backup role as opposed to maybe trying to see if he can get a, a quarterback competition going? You know, mm-hmm. for all those reasons, it just doesn't make sense. Now, if he wants to come over here in a straight-up, mentoring role which I don't think he does because there's been some clips that have surfaced about Alex Smith and his time with the 49ers and I implore anybody who hasn't listened to those comments and listen to him talk about his time there from the beginning to the end so listen to that doesn't sound like he's too keen on coming back either too so remember it takes two to tango I don't know if Alex Smith wants to be here either yeah, and, and you mentioned uh, he won his five games this year. You know who else won five games? Teddy Bridgewater with the Saints, 5-0. and Quarterback wins. Talk about it. Um, but, yeah, like, like I'm on the same thing. Like, I don't think he's going to want to take a backup role. I, I just – and also, man – isn't it already a problem? Like my and and I don't I don't want to like sound negative. Isn't it already kind of a problem that we're talking about bringing a quarterback to mentor, assumably or presumably Jimmy Garoppolo? Like I I just I feel like that's a weird sentence to say. How you gonna um, mentor a twenty nine year old? That's my point. Is that it? Just doesn't make sense. And, and Jimmy Garoppolo doesn't need mentoring. He's been in the league for four years. So like if, if Jimmy Garoppolo is your starter, you don't need a guy to mentor him. Uh, same thing with Frank Gore. Like it's he's fine like he's like i'm not gonna i'm not slandering frank gore and alex smith i love them with all my heart um it just doesn't make sense it it, it really doesn't this is this is a team that that's very limited on cap space they're not gonna bring guys in for nostalgic sake they need to bring guys in that are gonna actually play football and and frank gore like i think frank gore is more likely to be able to play a 17 game season than alex smith at this point oh yeah um but when you have guys like like who would you rather have at this point Liz, i'm not saying over career cuz that's a wild question jason as of march 1st 2021 who would you rather have frank gore or michael hasty that's easy i want to see what hasty has you know i want to like, see I, what I, you, yeah I, I get it, man. Like, I get it. Look, Frank Gore comes over here. You know, you, you, you need three and a half yards. You can get that. You know, you can get that every time, you know. But, you know, let's allocate that money to the to the people that, you know, like, we, you know, I, I would rather the 49ers brought in somebody else, too. Like, let's not just say Jermichael Hasty. There might be another running back that they could bring in because Tevin Coleman's gone, right? There's more Matt money Breda. off of the, you know, and things like that. Right, Matt Breida, right? Like, would you rather have Matt Breida or Frank Gore back? Bring one Todd of those Gurley. back. Whoa. That's where am I get I, a little... Am I plugging an article I'm going to write soon? What? 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 Uh, no, no, but way. yeah, like, like that's just kind of my point. Listen, I love them. I love them with all my heart. The only contract I want them signing with the 49ers is a one-day thing. And th- and there's nothing wrong with it. Listen, I and also, too, it's also a little selfish because I know if the Niners sign Alex Smith, he's not starting. I would rather him go to insert blank team that needs a starting quarterback so Alex Smith, we could see what Alex Smith can offer at age 30-whatever. I would rather Frank Gore go to a team where he has more a better chance to be a feature back like he was with the Jets last year. You know, things like that. I want to be able to see them fully play if I'm going to enjoy them. I would much rather see them. I would rather see Frank Gore have 750 rushing yards with the, let's say the Miami Dolphins. I know he's been there, but let's just say the Dolphins. I don't know. That's the team I say. Yeah, but he's a Miami guy. Yeah, then then him having 300 rushing yards with the 49ers. So, and, and he probably wouldn't even get that yeah. because because the lion's share of the carries are going to go to um, Wilson and Mostert 
and and, and Gore's just going to kind of be there. I'd rather see them succeed somewhere else and just kind of have them sit on the bench wearing their jerseys that they wore with the Niners. So is what it is. It is what it is. Um, that's that's my thoughts on it. But like as I said, I understand the people who want to bring them back. Like I get it. I, I understand the nostalgia. Like I was excited when the Giants brought Hunter Pence and Pablo Sandoval back. Like it's fun. It's exciting. But is it necessarily the smartest move? No. So, well, I guess we just talked about not wanting 49ers legends. I feel like that's a very good place to finish this podcast. Um, yeah. For so sure, Jason, the, the podcast is finished already. Yeah, yeah, there we go. So we we were we were able to get into Frank Gore, Alex Smith talk as well. That that's something we needed to talk about for a few weeks now. But with Alex Smith being officially available, you know, it's something to bring up. So that's that. We're gonna be back on you know whatever day, Friday, Friday, if we're live or not. We'll be back Friday. Um, beautiful, Jason. I hope you have a great week. It's Monday. It's early in the week, but I hope you have a great one. Um, listen, guys, like if you. If you're coming to our podcast for the next two weeks, it's just going to be a lot of speculation. Nothing's going to be concrete until March 17th. And that's what it is. That's what it's going to be, Jason, as always. Let's go Niners. Let's go Niners.